Hi friend, welcome to today's episode. I have a fun little surprise for you. This week we are doing a two-part series. This is actually an interview that I did on one of my friend Sasha, and she also works for us, her podcast, the Intentional Abundance Life Podcast. And we dug deep into creating boundaries and prior prioritizing everything in your life. We really talked about How do you take this big holistic approach as busy working moms, so many of us, some of us working out of the home, some of us working from home, and just feeling really like we're drowning at all times? And how do we just create these prioritization rules that are partnered with God so we can actually bust out some boundaries in our life, so we can actually get more done in less time. And I'm going to be sharing my boundary blueprint and these awesome steps that I know you're going to love and you're going to be able to plug them into your life from the get-go. So buckle up, get a notebook and pen because this one is really so tactical. I share a lot of things that you can implement and plug into your life right away and uh, get ready for part one of my conversation with Sasha. A little bit about Sasha. She is an intentional living and biblical mindset coach for busy Christian moms, wife of 13 years to her best friend. She's a boy mom, blessed by adoption, travel addict, and Jesus freak. She's the founder of the Intentional Abundance Co., curator of the Life and Goals Planner, and host, like I mentioned, of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. She also interns for Stephanie Gass, LLC, and she's just a joy. She manages our Instagram and helps out in our Facebook communities. And you guys are going to absolutely love this conversation. Let's do it. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business or ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass show. You know, God has a plan for you yet. You can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck do nothing or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it. Clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. (laughs) This is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. I am here with another special guest, the one, the only Stephanie Gass. If you haven't heard from her, you're going to hear and you're going to be blown away. So get prepared. Stephanie Gass is a daughter of the King, wife, mama, coffee lover, and PJ all day enthusiast. She is the host of a top 25 ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, the Stephanie Gass show. She helps women uncover their callings and create profitable online businesses. She wants women to create true change for themselves and God's kingdom by using their gifts for glory and serving the world with a business that lights them up. Steph believes that when we let God light our path, 
We will experience true miracles, live proactively and design a life that fuels our soul. Love it. Thank you so much for being here, Steph. Anything you want to add to that powerful introduction? Hey, Sasha. Hello, everybody. You know, no, I'm just over here, you know, living on my wannabe farm, raising two crazy boys, having a somehow, somehow being a CEO of a business <laughs> and uh, letting Jesus carry me through every single day. And what I, all I know is his plans are better than mine. <laughs> so I look around and go, wow, God, this is pretty amazing. What you've, what you've created over here. Yes. Um, I 100% agree. He paints far beautiful, far more beautiful, um, outcomes than even me as this like planner mom could ever do. So exactly. I love that you're a boy mom too. I have a lot of boy mom listeners. So, yeah. um, Awesome. Well, I know prior to hitting record, we had mentioned a little bit and talked briefly about just this almost different of a season that you're in. I think seasons are so powerful when we recognize the season that we're in and lean into that. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about that with us? Yeah, for sure. So I think that, well, I know that all of us are created with really specific giftings. And I know you guys listening to Sasha, you hear her really pour out this belief as well. And we see it scripturally that we have gifts and we have these passions on purpose and these strengths. And I think we have to have this discernment and this awareness around their reasons behind each season, right? God takes us through a journey of seasons, not just in our year, but in our actual life you know, and as, as I look back, like retrospectively on my whole life, I can see like pockets of, of years that were a growth season that I thought was so painful or so hard. Right. But really that season was a refining. It was a, okay. She needs to learn the lessons that she needs to learn here. Stephanie's growing. And almost like when we're raising up, I have a puppy, a new puppy behind me. Right. And I'm like, no, don't bite get down, like constantly like disciplining and helping him. And he's probably like, life is hard over here. Like this girl won't give me the nugget on the table, but I'm over here going, just trust me in the season because later you're going to be disciplined and you're going to be ready for the treats and the things that I have for you. And so I look back and I see that there are really big seasons in life, but I also have noticed within our big seasons, there's also micro seasons that we go through, right? So what's really interesting about me in my life is I've always been a leader. I've always been, um, the girl bossing everyone around on, on the stages from when I was seven years old in uh, actor camp to like, to now still me, right. I'll be the leader. And just so I can boss everybody around, tell them where to go. And like, I do it nicely, but that's just who I am. And so I've always been that person and, um, went from being really successful in corporate America to becoming an entrepreneur to having a complete business failure to then having an identity crisis. I'll save you guys all the gory details. It was a rough 2016 for me. Then finally surrendering all the stuff and walking into God's bigger plan for my business and my life. So I've had like these seasons in business, but what's really interesting is at the same time, God's been refining these other pockets of my life that maybe aren't specifically the big gifting areas that he has for me. Right. So I'm a mom. But motherhood is a piece of who I am. It's not necessarily the major call over my life. It's one of them. It's one of the smaller. 
not smaller, not less important, but it's the, one of the pieces of who I am. And so within this big growth business season, which has been like three years long at the same time, God's had whispers of like, actually do less and trust me mm-hmm. in this big growth season in your business. Cause I'm refining your motherhood. I'm refining how you parent. I'm teaching you lessons around why you're a mom and how you being a mom is teaching you how to be more like Jesus. And then he's done the same thing in my marriage. And I'm just like, wow, God, like you have micro seasons in my big season and the big underlying link between all of them is this big question of trust. Do you trust me to keep growing your growth season in business? while you trust me to, to stretch you, grow you and cultivate you in your motherhood and your marriage. It's been weird over here. <laughs> Man, I love that. And I thank you so much for even saying that because it's been very similar for me. Um, I feel like I just want to give a little background to the listeners here. Like I have been interning for Steph since what, maybe February, I think. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's been fabulous. Um, and she is, she is a boss leader, but she does it also nicely. She is so grace filled and I've learned so much. Um, but I like, I love how, when we're close to people in that sense, like we walk through similar seasons, I think at a similar time. And so I've been through this similar season where I'm, I feel like I'm like a couple of steps behind you in that and like learning from you because there were multiple podcast episodes and whatever else that you had put out that really convicted me. And the Lord spoke to me through this and like getting out of the hustle and stepping away from social media and things like that and focusing. And last week I just had this really hard, like growth season, but it was like mindset growth and spiritual growth. And he's just like, just step up to the mic and speak and trust that I will do the rest. Stop worrying about marketing on social media and all this other crazy hustle stuff that you're used to. So it's like this reprogramming. And so I thank you for saying that, like do less and trust me. It's like something that I feel like he's really been speaking to my heart as well. Um, and then I love that you talked about this, like growth and refining season. I too have a new puppy. I think she's about like 12 weeks now. I don't know why I have a toddler and in the adoption process and just got a puppy. Like, am I we're so smart? <laughs> we're so smart, Sasha. We're like, now's a great time to add yes. a toddler dog. <laughs> yes. And then I'm, I just spent all last week planting my garden too. Wow. And I'm like, I spent a month cultivating these seeds into plants and I've tilled the ground, you know, and like prepare that for the plants to go in. And then now it is this season and trusting God's going to give them the nutrients and the sunlight and the rain and everything that they need to prepare for the season of harvest that's coming. But it was this like cultivating and refining and weeding and just, you know, all this kind of hard stuff in those seasons. But I think gardening, I love it because it just paints that beautiful picture of the seasons of life. There's a season to work and then there's a season to reap the harvest. So, but I know one of the things that we talked about before hitting record, I think ties so much into this in this like boundaries and, um, like respecting these seasons, maybe even, but do you want to share a little bit more about this topic of boundaries that you want to explore? I would, because I think as we go through the different seasons, and I'm sure you can probably attest to this, Sasha, we resist, right? We resist the, okay, I planted the garden. Now I'm going to walk away. 
and I'm going to stop fussing with it. And I'm going to trust that it's going to do the things it's supposed to do. And instead we almost try to force the blooming process, right? And this doesn't matter if maybe it's in your business and you're sitting in your business going, maybe if I just share this in three more places, I'll finally have the growth I want. Maybe if I just go talk to four more people in a Facebook group today, even though my time block is done for today and I'm supposed to be playing with my kids, I think maybe I should just do that just one more time. Maybe it's in your marriage and you've read this marriage book and it talks about intimacy outside the bedroom. And you're like, oh my gosh, I need that. And so now you're being awkward. You're like, can I have five minutes of uninterrupted eye contact? And your husband's like, what is happening? You're so awkward right now, right? Like we try to force the transformation that's been promised. We can, we see it. We hear it. Women of faith, as women of faith, we hear God's promises often so far in advance from when they actually come true. So our job is to create boundaries within ourselves and within our, our own hearts. And even within our physical nature, where we trust heaven's timeline, we trust God to to make things happen, which means we have to actively actually control ourselves on a daily and weekly basis. And so I actually wrote down five steps to creating boundaries that stick so we can actually grow in the season that God has, has prepared for us. So we're going to go through those five and these are very tactical as much as Sasha and I are faith led women. And we believe everything, everything in your life is a partnership with God and Holy spirit. You're going to live it out with the Trinity. You believe that God has these beautiful outcomes for each season of your life. It also takes action and it takes discernment and it takes restraint on your part to actually experience the favor and the beautiful intentional abundance, right? That God has for your life. Okay. So let's go through these five. I'm going to pause after each one and see Sasha, what you have questions or clarity on. I want you to think about what these women would be wondering so that we can clarify each step. Okay. So step number one to creating boundaries that stick is you have to prioritize. Now we have our overarching prioritization, right? Right. Ladies. It goes, God, I hope this is what yours looks like. (laughs) And if not, it's okay. We're going to pray and God's going to help you put them in order. But God, this is mine. God, my marriage, my children. Um, Sometimes it's a blend between home and business. Sometimes business is first. Sometimes home is first. Those are going to kind of be at the end there. So those are like my overarching priorities. Those are my my values, right? Those are my, my morals are based on that priority list. That's for your life. So you have your life priorities, but then you actually have your day priorities. And sometimes that's going to look different, right? You're going to have one day that might be heavy on the business. And maybe you have another day that's really heavy on family and that's okay. As long as overall, when you do your discernment check, you know, every week, Hey, did I put God first this week? And and if, if not, guess what? It's all good. You're just going to make some small changes in your life and we'll get to the rest of how you make those shifts. So you're first going to go through your priority. Basically it's a checklist, right? Where do my priorities and what do those look like? So what I do is actually sit down on Sunday with my planner and I begin by prioritizing in the top stuff that has to happen because I believe what we often do as busy working moms is we go and we start with business first or whatever the thing, the to-do list, maybe you start writing a 27 mile long to do. That's not actually helping you with boundaries, right? (laughs) So what I begin with is 
my time with God. Where does that actually go in my planner? Now, for me, it goes at 5 a.m. every morning. Now, this was a practice that took lots and lots of time, which we'll get to in my boundary, five-step boundary blueprint in a minute. But I plug that time in. Then I plug in, what am I doing? Am I going to church? Am I serving this week? Where does that go? When is our family workouts? Where do those go? And then all of my stuff that is a high priority item that has to do with God, my boys, and my marriage are in yellow highlighter because I want those to stand out on the planner. Okay. The next thing I put in is time scheduled events, right guys. So part of your priority list is where do I actually have to show up this week so that you're going to plug all of that in. And then the last part of prioritizing based on your week is putting in when, when are your work blocks, right? So you guys are all, most of you probably working outside the home or from home, or even if you're not working, you still have work time that maybe you're taking care of the home or gardening or whatever that looks like for you. Those are in green for me. I mean, money. So let's just call it what it is. Nothing wrong with uh, getting money for God's kingdom, right, ladies? So those go in green for me. And then what I do is I take an overall view here of the week. So when I'm done with the plan, I come here and I look at it compared to the priorities that I want for my life. And guess what I noticed? My husband wasn't anywhere on this planner. (laughs) And so you guys, when you're looking at boundaries, I need to pull from what I'm naturally good at, which is I want to work because I love work. I'm going to lose two of those hours on my Friday. And I asked my husband, if he would go on a mountain bike ride with me now, husband's in the planner and I've created a boundary with myself around something that me and my husband can connect with during the week. Okay. So that's step one, Sasha thoughts, feedback, questions. Love it. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and, and it's, it very in line with what I teach and walk a lot of my clients through too, is like, you have to look at your, like those bigger life value priorities, because so much can just come our way. Like you're saying as busy faith-filled moms, like we're always going to have requests from our family, from our friends, from our church, if we can serve in this capacity or that. And if we're not in control of our calendar and like putting things on there that are in alignment with our values first, people are going to find a way to fill up that time. I love that you talked about color coding. I just, when you're talking, I had to pull up my calendar, my digital one that I have here and same thing, color coded. I've got family time. I've got work time. I've got personal time. Um, and so personal time is in mind too. I didn't mention, but your girl loves her a bubble bath. I'm like, don't make fun of self-care people until you have sat in a hot, bubbly eucalyptus bath, playing (laughs) some worship music. Okay. And just yes. sitting there. It's like, isn't that not like one of the best yes. moments of my week? <laughs> I was like, why am I struggling so badly? Like a few weeks ago, I think it was maybe a, month, a few months ago. And I was like, I haven't taken a bath in a long time. It yes. is a very oh. real thing. Um, so but good. I agree. I look at my calendar and when it's filled with pink and green, it makes me so happy because that is, that is work that fills me up that I know is the Lord's calling on my life. And that is family. And so wholeheartedly we can move on to number two. Cause, (laughs) and so you guys pick a color. I highly recommend this color coding because I can see right now I'm looking at this week and I see like maybe 12 yellow bubbles. And I'm like 12 things that are like truly related to my spiritual growth, my motherhood or my marriage. That's for me. That's like, that is so much winning. Like, I'm so happy about that. So This segues perfectly into step two, which is actually called just simple time blocking. And all that means, 
Sasha and I talked about our color coding process, but why are we doing that? We're doing that because every, every time you shift in your mind from like, I'm going from God time into intentional time with my kids in the morning, I needed to have a start and a stop. Now we get it. If you're a mom and maybe you have littles, things bleed into each other, right? You're like, oh, well, I planned on sitting in a morning routine, but then my kid woke up 30 minutes early. Hey, it's all good. But what, what happened for me, why I had to have this is because again, work is natural for me. And I think it's so easy. The giftings that we have can become right. An idol in our life. And so for me, my natural inclination was, and still is, that's why I have to be super careful with my boundaries was yay. The kids are home and they're playing so nicely. Oh man. Instead of moving into my blue, which was go hang out with the kids for 30 minutes, I'll just bring my laptop to the living room and I'd sneak in my work. Right. And I'm like, okay, Stephanie, you had a stop time today of four o'clock. You need to stop because that's, that is the, um, visual alert for me to not cross a boundary that I've, we can only do one thing. Well, let's just be really honest. So if I'm trying to connect with my kids in the blue 30 minutes that I've prepared for myself, whether it happens or two or happens at six ladies, it doesn't really matter. It needs to happen and it needs to happen with full intention and presence. So, and that can be 10 minutes for you. However long it's going to be that day. That's what you promised yourself. And that's what you promised your kiddos. And so for me, I had to go, I have green and it ends here. And this is what I'm going to go over here. So a start and a stop time to each of your priority blocks all week long. This takes a lot of practice and it's also not perfect. And it's also not set in stone. There are some days where I'm like, you know what? I've I'm, I'm intentionally choosing to work during American Idol right now. <laughs> like That's okay. But I don't want to do it every day. I want to make sure that I'm giving the other pockets and giftings or the other callings in my life, being a mom, being a wife, shepherding this house, whatever those things are, my body, I, we work out as a family every week, right? I'm not letting go of these other priorities because my boundaries don't have a start and a stop time each day. Does that make sense, Sasha? Absolutely. And I love that you talked about a visual stop. And I think that that is so necessary at times. Like we can just go through the flow. And like you were saying, I've been so guilty of that multiple times. Like I know I'm supposed to be paying attention to my son right now, or we're supposed to like switch over to like some homeschooling stuff. But if I could just get this last post done or whatever else, or now I got this message and it's like, my family time was struggling because I wasn't respecting and honoring the boundary of the work time. And so, um, we'll learn the hard way, or we can learn the easy way by just following these instructions of what Steph is talking about. And, um, you know, I loved two things that you mentioned before that I didn't bring up was just like that quiet time, that morning routine and how incredibly important that is. Like you said, yours is 5am every morning. And that was a practice. Um, mine fluctuates throughout the week. Sometimes I have to be on a call at 6am. And so mine does start at 5am. Sometimes my calls don't start till nine. And that's like a little bit of a sleep in day for me. So it starts at eight. So just recognizing that that can be to your flexibility, but what are you putting on your calendar? And then, um, honoring that and respecting that boundary. And one thing that's really been, um, really inspiring to me is like, when you put that 
that quiet time with God on your calendar, like this imagery of like, he's up there in heaven with his calendar open and he sees your name pop up and he's like, Stephanie's going to be on my calendar this morning. And like, you don't want to let God down by not showing up to that appointment anymore that you wouldn't want your doctor to be let down by not showing up to that appointment. And so, um, I love that you're talking about like using that visual, like color coding to, to be those cues. Um, but then another thing you mentioned was like the evaluation, like going back each week and evaluating, okay, what did I do? Well, what did I not do so well? I worked through American idol this week. Do I want to do that again next week or no, you know, the evaluation Mm -hmm. I think is so critical, but yeah, I love it. That's so good. Um, and I want to say here for those of you that really struggle, this is a little sidebar. You really struggle with a certain boundary. I really struggle with the work one. I'm just going to be honest. And we have to be aware of where we're struggling in a boundary because we have to surrender it to God. And it's not just like a God, I surrender that I want to work more than play Legos right now. Okay. Bye. You fix me of that. Like it's a daily surrendering of the things that are really hard. And even in the moment. So here's another embarrassing example, you know, someone I know needed help with their house. They're trying to finish their house so they can move in. We had an open Saturday and I'm like, I really don't want to help. I just want to, you know, whatever, do something else. We were going to go and play around with the kids that day. And in that very moment, I said, God convict my heart to help my neighbor, like convict my heart. And like almost in 30 seconds, Sasha, he shifted my heart position to wanting to serve. And I was, I felt so great. And when I did help, I ended up staying three hours longer because it was so much fun. We were having a great time. And, you know, God showed up in that time. And so you've got to actively conversate with God every day to help you see these boundaries. It's not just a tactical, physical thing of like, okay, I'm moving from business to play because nothing is going to be easy about that. There's nothing in your, in your human nature that says, go do a thing that's not perfectly inherent for you. Now go clean your house or do your dishes or do the laundry. That's part of shepherding a home we're called to do that. And of course we don't want to do that thing, but it takes discipline and it takes surrender and it takes partnering with Holy spirit in your choices every day, all day. So that's what I do because that, I mean, I get it. It's very, very hard to, to maintain these boundaries. I'm a yes. And amen all over here. Um, I, my, my thing, I just had this Friday. I had the six K that I signed up for. And I was like, I had all these things going on. I was supposed to be babysitting my niece and my garden need planted and all this other stuff. And, and I was like, I'm not even going to go. I don't want to go. I don't feel like going. And then I got myself around to go and I'm I'm just going to walk. I'm not even going to run this. And I ended up running like almost all of it. I felt amazing afterwards. I got to fellowship with ladies from church, um, after the event, like celebrate a birthday with one that I didn't even know it was her birthday. And so it was just that like you're talking about that continual surrender. Um, and, and something that really kept coming up for me is just this idea of feelings. Like just because we feel something doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean that we need to like obey that feeling if you will. Um, and it just, it brings up that verse from Romans. I want to say eight, six, I think it is that the life, um, set on the flesh is death but life set on the spirit is, um, or I guess uh, I'm, I'm rewording it. (laughs) 
yeah. but it's, it's right. life and peace. Um, and so mm-hmm. just focusing mm-hmm. on, are we feeding the flesh? Or are we feeding the spirit here? Yeah, that's so good. Okay. Step three is communicate. So we can create these boundaries and then we tuck them away. And because we don't tell anyone, there's no accountability. Now for me, this is, I talk to God about it. I'm like, hi, Lord, I'm going to need some help on these few boundaries that are really hard for me. You know, like I want to want to maintain these boundaries, Lord, like help me be convicted. But then it's also communicating it with my husband and the kids, because like Sasha gave that beautiful visual of like, hi, God, I have an appointment with you tomorrow. God's like, yay. Cause that's how he talks. And then you guys hang out tomorrow. It's the same thing. If you tell your kids, I told them yesterday when I'm done with my work, I'm going to come out and we're going to play. We always do Ninja warrior on the trampoline. So if I can finish my work, I'm going to come, I'm doing Ninja warrior with you. Well, now that I've communicated that there is 90% chance I'm going to actually do that thing that I've promised because I'm not going to lie to my boys. Right. And then it's something that they, they understand when mom's done with this, we get to do this. Sounds good. Everybody's happy. Or with my husband, like, hi, on this date, we're going to go on our mountain bike ride. So having communication will keep you accountable. So I'm talking on the micro level, you're talking to God about it. And you're, you're talking to your family about it. And even better, if you're really struggling, find an accountability partner who's in the same space as you, you know, if you're a teacher and there's another teacher that you guys connect with, you guys can be partners. If you have a work from home business, somebody else that does what you do, it works so great because accountability, it's just key. So that's step three. All right, friend, I hope you love the first three steps of the Boundary Blueprint. Hang tight because tomorrow you get to hear the final two steps that are really going to help you bring this whole thing full circle and plug and play so that you really create more time and space for yourself. You have more headspace. You actually create that openness and that those great pockets of time in your life that you can do what you actually want to do by prioritizing what? actually matters and then sticking with it by having a consistent plan that allows you to be more productive and more peaceful in your life and business. I pray this blesses you. Thank you so much for being a part of my community. Thank you so much for believing in me and being a part of this podcast. I'm honored. And if you want to be a part of my community as well, you can go to stephgascommunity.com. That is S-T-E-F G-A-S-S community.com. We'd love to welcome you into our family. And uh, lastly, my website, in case you want to come check out all the free gifts I have for you is stephaniegass.com. God bless, and I'll see you tomorrow.